Hello and welcome to 26 and Under, the anime podcast where we review an anime with 26 episodes or under. I am one of your hosts, Robert. Join with me is... Matt. Rob. And Henry. And today we're talking about No Game, No Life. Yeah. That we are. Rob, how are your first impressions of the show? Uh, this is my second time through the show. I loved it the first time. It was easily one of my favorite isekai almost immediately. Uh, and I was super excited to get to watch it again for the show. Understandable. Henry, how do you feel? I liked it a lot. Uh, I remember initially watching this uh, within the past five years. And the show is admittedly a little weird to start. If you're not giving a whole lot of context to it, but it, it is really good. Matt, how do you feel? I mean, I've watched this anime more times than I can count to the point that I could literally recite the plot of the 12 episode run almost verbatim without needing to watch it. And I watched so that I could remember certain sequences that I couldn't remember superb it is also my second time watching through it um the first time i had very harsh criticisms of it i did not like the show um and i'm kind of not the world's largest isekai fan um and i graded this one purely based on like isekais that i've watched and you know i just didn't give it enough afterthought um upon watching it again uh i actually like the characters and i like the way the world interacts and it kind of Watching it now, I think because I watched uh, Problem Children from Another Universe, I had more of an appreciation for this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think the two are very direct parallels to each other. It's not a show you've seen, Rob, but you yeah. should watch it. They're, uh, they're definitely two sides of the same coin. Yeah. That's pretty much the, the reason why I like it so much. Uh, and why I like it now. And probably why I'll watch it again in the future. Yep. Um... So, I guess we get to the characters? Yeah. Alright, so pretty much the characters are going to be Sora and his sister, uh, Shiro. Shiro. How did I blank on that? Ha! Um, I see what's unfortunate. No, stop. No, that's the name of their team. <laughs> You're the no. one that said it. You, <laughs> I didn't mean to do it on purpose. <laughs> I don't believe you. Uh, so, let's talk about the enigmatic hero of the story, blank. Sora. No, blank. Blank, blank is no. the hero. The, blank is not the entity known as Blank. Yeah, no. it's the two of them. Uh, but Sora is the elder brother of the pair. Uh, he is a complete neat uh, and is a genius when it comes to reading people, and has been since he was a little kid. Uh, he can basically predict what most people are going to be doing just off of a few quick uh, interactions with them. How did you think about his character? Uh, I think it's great. Uh, I I actually incredibly love the flaws they give him and his sister, uh, specifically the one where they can't be so far apart, because uh, as soon as they're too far apart, they become completely useless to the point of freaking out. I like that one too. Henry, how you feel about Sora? Sora, yeah. Uh, I am a big fan of how they chose to do characters in No Game No Life. Uh. They feel very detailed, and like Rob said, they do have their own flaws and quirks that you wouldn't typically see in an isekai like this. That's my 
attention. Sora, particularly, he's not my favorite character in this series, but I think he's still done really well. All the characters in the show are done really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Sora is, I feel, the... So I look at this in the eyes of how I wa- how I compared it the first time I watched it because I definitely watched this after watching Sword Art online. So uh-huh. I had the comparing the Isekai main characters because that's what you have to do for these shows. And Sora in comparison to the stock that we had at the time for the Isekai protagonist which was Kirito from Sword Art is where Kirito is just overpowered for overpowered sake. Uh, Sora is only overpowered when it has to deal with uh, manipulating people. Yep. As opposed, and he's not—he's possibly not the smartest one in the room, but he definitely can bluff his way to being the smartest person in the room. And uh, that's a really interesting dynamic on the overpowered Isekai protagonist uh, thing that they always do. Mm-hmm. Especially since we decided, though this writer decided everything was games that was being solved, so ev- so that kind of skill set is more prominent in a game than in a uh, I'm gonna hit you with a sword uh, series. Yeah, the pair seem way overpowered in this be- world because it's this world. Well, yeah, as opposed to any they're overpowered. Well, I mean, because they're the isekai. Character. Well, yeah, all, all isekai series the main character is overpowered because it's the world that they are going into that they are being overpowered in mm. Kirito's, Kirito's whole point is I'm master gamer <laughs> well <laughs> okay I mean yeah I can see that but I guess since you since you brought it up yeah comparing and contrasting between isekai protagonist Kirito is a good strong case uh I think you kind of have, if you have like a Venn diagram, you have Kirito on one side. Yeah. And then, you you know, he's the, I guess, loner-ish, whatever. He says he's Master Gamer. He, he big man on top. He thinks he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's the, Mar- he's the Gary he's, Stu, Mary Stu. He's the Gary Stu, Mary Stu, yeah. And then on the other end, you have someone like... Uh, Yasuhiro, Kite, from Dot .hack, who's okay. kind of a wimpy baby... Not like he's supposed to be the main character of the show, but like without a supporting cast, he's weak AF. Yeah. And then you have in the middle, like the good Isekai protagonist that can share these qualities. So something like Sora, something like uh, the uh, kid from Excel World, main character of Log Horizon. Main character of Log Horizon. So you can thank the progenitors of Isekai for how we grade good characters. And I think Sora yeah. falls in the good character category because mm-hmm. of. The way he interacts with the entire world, and also just his first couple interactions, like you, you see him and his sister uh, doing really good in the video game, and then they get transported to the other world, and their first interaction is with three bandits who tried mugging them, and they ended up turning it around. Their first interaction is with Tet while they're oh, falling, yes. and I'd actually, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're there. I have a point in there where during that fall. Sora's first reaction once he kind of realizes what's going on is to get Shiro above him so he can take as much of the impact as possible. Yeah. Which I think points to exactly who the type of character he is with the whole wanting to protect his sister. Yeah. 
That I mean, the yeah. Big Brother is always one of the best things to do. Like, I could bring up a Big Brother Venn diagram, but then we'd be here for an entire evening, and I don't want to do that. Hmm? Yeah, I don't want to deal with the Big Brother <laughs> Little Sister dynamic Venn uh, diagram because that ends in two points. That ends in either. No, uh, I'm not. I'm not going anywhere near that. <laughs> yeah, and you better not. <laughs> this whole show is plastered with it, so we're just. It's plastered yeah. with it, but it doesn't do it. That's yeah, <laughs> it, it it has the hints. But it's like, hold on, we're wholesome one hundred. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta curb that real fast. Uh, but yeah, that's my thoughts on Sora. Um, what about Shio, Shiro, she, Shio. Sh- uh, I'll take Shio. I'll take the start on this one. You take it. Uh, Shiro's a very good uh, secondary main character because she's not really a supporting character. She also deals with a lot of the uh, conflicts and is sometimes the one that finishes the conflicts. Um, she is a highly intelligent person, but has no social skills, uh, as opposed to the other one, which has tons of social skills and has a decent intelligence. But I, I have a feeling the problem is, is because of how good he is with social skills, it affects normal life in our world. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, because and that's kind of what probably ostracized her is when you are too smart. And you are with a bunch of people that aren't as smart as you. You you will be you get ostracized quite easily because people are willing to find the different ones and pull. And, pull. Uh, and a breakout from that is uh, he. I think he picked up on that. So yeah. he developed the social skills for the two of them. Yeah, and went above and beyond with those so that she can just focus on knowing stats, combos, all that stuff that they need. Yeah. I mean, it kind of shows in their the backstory where they're meeting mm-hmm. for the first time that he already has a lot of the good social cues figured out. But and she does too to an extent. Like she's not completely a novice at it. Like she picks up from what Shiro has done. But yeah, what Sora's done. Sora's done. Yeah. See, I told you, I'm horrible at names. You're fine. I can't do this. <laughs> Trust me. These are the most normal sounding names. I know. <laughs> I mean, we're ne- we're gonna get to the rest of the characters' names, and they're not e- or until we hit. Beast people, they're not even Japanese. I know. <laughs> Understandable. Uh, Rob, how do you feel about Shiro? I love Shiro. She makes for a great secondary, a great partner uh, main character because she fills in the she fills in exactly what Sora needs for weaknesses, the gap in the what's going on, and she's able to. She's able to do a lot of the things Sora would be doing to, kind of to Stephanie, mm-hmm. to Steph, uh, without it feeling overtly creepy or pervy, uh, because she's a little girl and he's an adult. An adult. Yeah, he's like eighteen because she's eleven. And they say when uh, in the flashback that they brought in a kid that was seven years older than her. Yeah. Yep. So. I agree with everyone's assessment of Shiro. She is uh, a great, great little girl. Um, She's also a little shit gremlin. She's also a little shit gremlin. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, playing second fiddle to the main character while still remaining relevant is something that I like to see in shows, uh, specifically in isekais, because if we go back to the good old Venn diagram, uh, you have Kirito and Asuna, which both try to compete for more screen time, and it really feels bad. Uh, and then on the other end, you've got Kite and Black Rose. I'm just going to use those two because they're like the easiest uh, ones for me to remember off the top of my head. And 
Black Rose is like the dominant one out of the two, but Kite's still the main character, but I don't think Kite contributed as much as Black Rose did. And then you have the middle ones. Uh, I'm not going to get into all of them, but Sora and Shiro specifically, the two work together and enhance each other's bad notes. And yeah. that's why it works as a power dynamic between two main characters. Well, also, this is your, your, the two examples you gave are characters with their love interests, and this is a character with his sister, which is not a love interest. Well, it would sound boring if I was talking about Steph. <laughs> or Jabril. Or basically, yeah, yeah. This is the corner case scenario. This is a very special, uh, special show. Yeah, especially Sakai for this sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how I feel about her. Next up is Steph. Yeah, yeah. Next up would be Steph. Next up would be Steph. Uh, Steph is a Steph. Go she ahead. sure is. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Very much a Steph. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Rob. Uh, Stephanie Dola. Is the first character that they meet, or the first uh, main player that the pair meet when they get to the uh, new world to get to Discord? Uh, she's the princess of her kingdom. She's she's reasonably okay at gaming, but not definitely nowhere near what Blank is, and not good enough to do what needs to be done in this world because they, especially for when they find her. Uh, it is shown a little bit later that she is actually incredibly intelligent. It's just not none of what her skills are are good in gaming. Well, at least not good in the kinds of games that they are being used in at that yeah. point. Yeah. She's a she's a person person. Yeah, she's a normal person and she doesn't know all the tricks to the games. To make them not games of chance, she sees a lot of games as games of chance. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the episodes is showing her, like, very little games are actual games of chance. There's some level of skill that can be put into almost any game that is felt to be luck-based. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's, she's very simple. Her character is very much... Uh, the the average person that is looking at the craziness that is going on. Yeah, she is definitely yeah. the straight man of this series. Yeah, like all the all the other characters uh, are willing to just be like, yeah, that that seems fine. Like all Jabril just is like, yep, yep, that's what I expect from the people that beat me. Mm -hmm. And she's just like, but they're going, they're doing crazy things. Look at this fucking TV. Look at. Like, how? What do you want? It works. Yeah. Uh, her character was interesting for me. Um, she's I don't the know. center of a lot of jokes. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's either we do all the pervy. The man. Yeah, it's either we do all the pervy jokes to the person that's definitely at a normal person's age, or it gets thrown onto the eleven-year-old. Mm, happy you didn't do that. Fair. <laughs> Because one of the things that uh, this that a, uh, a, a series geared towards male audiences would do is, oh, we need comedy? Well, what if we just keep doing pervy things to a character that doesn't like it? And it's like, okay, that's fine. Let's not do it to the 11-year-old. Okay. That's even better. I mean, there's some shows where they don't do that. There's a lot of shows mm -hmm. where they don't do that. 
that's not great. No. Or they make characters look like they're eleven year olds. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's next? I don't have a list. Uh, Jabril. 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 The best character. Jesus Christ. Okay. Direct man. Well, no. I was not expecting this many people to say that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jabril, that Jabril is. is one of the best characters in the show? Harry, yeah. you're so strong about Jabril. Why is he the best character? Uh, she, I she. like Jabril for a over-the-top kind of character. Jabril is, in the world, Jabril is so, like, overpowered and, like, overknowledged that she's just like, yeah, it's whatever. Like, she kind of, like, looks down on everybody where everyone's kind of looking up to the cast. And it was a nice interaction to begin with. And then her whole word game, word train game, was was a very enjoyable episode to watch. Yeah, her introduction episode is probably my favorite episode. Uh, She's far and away my favorite character she, she's completely over the top with everything she does uh she's a hundred percent willing to uh go with whatever plan sora and shiro have come up with mm-hmm. with the no questioning and just the the complete holier than thou attitude that gets broken down repeatedly uh because it needs to be <laughs> i feel that uh, yeah, I agree with a lot of those statements. Jabril's a really fun character. Uh, her being a character that also experienced the big war... Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, is a big factor, too, because she gets to... She actually gets to hold all these grudges towards some towards of these... the other races. Some yeah. of these other races where it's like, oh, this, char- this character's only, like, 50. He wasn't even around during this war, but I can bring up history that he knows and be, and be able to, like... To egg him, try to egg him into fighting me, even though we're not allowed to fight. But uh, other than that, like her character is very fun and interesting and unique to this show. I feel like she does. Like I, I always find it hard to find another character like Jabril. Yep. In other anime, because she feels like she's not only she's fitting the she's trying to use the Yandere tropes but not in the way that they usually get used where she has the oh yeah i'm devoted to this one thing but it's knowledge and and like her masters and like it and not take turning up to the extreme of i will kill literally my masters and everybody if they don't reciprocate my affections or whatever it but she still feels like she has some tendencies towards oh yeah Oh, you aren't going to agree with the plan? Well, what if I just nuke this area? Oh, she definitely has that, that yeah. kind of vibe and mentality towards her. Mm-hmm. I agree. Unfortunately, she's no longer allowed to. No. Yeah. Yeah. Who's next? Uh, that's really it. Yeah, that's really it. Like, we could go into all the side characters, like the elf and the... The elf uh, and the human. And the human that's with her, but like... Teto, Izuna. Yeah, Izuna. Ted's kind of the big, important character. He's barely he in the gone. show. <laughs> like, he's 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 just he's, the goal. He's more of a of a setting yeah, than an actual true. character currently. Like, he's just the goal for the, for the, the game. For the game, and uh, the other characters are just the... Uh, the in betweens, in betweens. Like I'm pretty sure if we got a second season, we'd have more to talk about. Like 
Izuna and uh, the elf and her friend because I almost certain that they're more important in later light novels. Oh yeah. But this see this series is doomed to never have a season two, so I don't think we need to bother worrying about uh, that. <laughs> yeah, unfortunate. <laughs> hey, I'm getting my season two. Hey, I'm next. Oh, I doubt it. <laughs> no. I mean, Bog Horizon got a season three after like almost ten years of nothing. So who knows? Who knows? <laughs> the world of Isekai sequels is very difficult. Is it a minefield? I mean, it's, it is, but sort of. I mean, it has a minesweeper because it keeps getting more seasons. <laughs> it, it, it's the uh, the the problem is is that it's a uh, it's not really a minefield as much as it's just the animes that were good that people want second seasons of. Oh look, there's there's the list. Okay, uh that was from the 90s. That was from the 90s. <laughs> yeah. That one's from the 2000s. It's like, yep, that's and a then, long list. Yep. Uh here's this new idea instead. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, 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 look, Bacano. That's cute. How many... Oh, they have, like, th- 30, 30 books. Nah, we're good. Nah, let's <laughs> focus on something. Hey, what about uh, Durara X2? Like, let's get on that shit. <laughs> Ow. Stop hitting oh. the table. No, my knee is big. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, moving on to too. the plot. The plot. Plot. Plot, 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 plot. Let's take the plot. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you're you're the host. Shouldn't oh, you I have to say the throw the ball. Too? No, you throw the ball. Oh, or, or... ball catch, Rob. <laughs> ah. <laughs> uh, so, blank gets uh, after beating a random person in a online Ooh. game of chess. Uh, they get transported to the world of Discord, which is a world where all conflict is resolved through games. Uh, it has ten. I can't remember what they call them, but it's basically the Ten Commandments has, of the world. Oh, yeah. The Ten Rules. Yeah. Uh, almost all all resolving around games and how games are the absolute decision maker. And uh, Yeah. The challenge, the challenged gets to pick the game and both have to agree to equal turn or equal terms. Stuff of equal value. Yeah. Uh, has to be exchanged or bet on. Yeah. And that's how all conflict is handled. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or disagreements. No cheating. Yeah. Guess no. what doesn't get looked at? The no cheating rule. Well, no, it's, it's only not no caught. cheating. It's don't, don't get, get caught, caught cheating. Ugh, which I hate that. absolutely encourages cheating. Yeah. It's terrible. It's as playing long Munchkin. as you're good at it. Yeah. I just never played that game, man. <laughs> Munchkin. Uh, Munchkin would be a terrible game in this world. Munchkin says don't che- or don't get caught cheating. It's like, okay. Well, as long as I don't get caught cheating, I'm just going to do this and it's like playing Monopoly. You're always cheating in Monopoly. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes inadvertently. That's because we don't know the rules. Yeah. Sometimes uh, because... I uh, talk to monsters. I've never cheated in Monopoly. <laughs> I haven't. Uh, I'm usually never the banker. <laughs> For a reason. But the... Uh, but, but the banker just gets accused of cheating all the time. They're never actually cheating. Anyways, back to the plot. <laughs> Uh, so they stumble onto this uh, event where there's a gambling tourney to decide the new king of humanity. No, it's the, the not a Well, it's the king of all of humanity because it's essentially the king of all humanity, all of humanity, which is humanity, uh, because 
there's only one kingdom of humans left in this world of 16 races. Because they've lost the other ones. Because they've lost everything else. Yeah. Because they're the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah. Uh, Surprise. We started at the bottom. Now we're here. Now we're here. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Blank figures this out. Enters the tournament. Guess what? They win. That was probably the most exciting thing I've ever seen. The chess game? The chess game. Yeah. So they they do this. They accuse... They accuse the person that is winning... That is obviously winning through the card games that of cheating because they're using magic to cheat from an elf. Uh, mm-hmm. So they went... So they, just, so they determined to play a different game that is harder to cheat at, which was uh, animated chess. And then they both sides cheated even harder. Well, <laughs> well one no. side did. One uh. side kept cheating. The other side just went, oh, I understand how this game works. I'm going to use this game mechanics. Oh, now we're in an RTS. Oh, now I'm going to dating sim real quick. Oh, look, it's just... <laughs> I'm not cheating. I'm just using all the all the magic against you because we made these things have minds and feelings instead of just having them be inanimate objects. And then you have the L moment where he completely destroys the girl by using facts and logic. Yep. And then suddenly her magic no longer works. Like, oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. And he kind of repeatedly does this. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Uh, so they become the king of humanity. Uh, only to find out just how screwed of a position the kingdom is in. Uh, it's effectively one city. Yeah. Yep. Just barely. Uh, then we get a bunch of uh, we get figuring out the kingdom, yeah. them becoming the rulers, and Steph trying to make them do work. Yeah, Steph trying to make them do to do work, which they just kind of delegate because they're uh, trying to work smart, not hard. Because we end up finding out they are actively working on things, just not what Steph thinks they need to be working on. They're working on figuring out how to raise humanity back out of. Uh, the problems it's been in. Yeah. It's kind of like your boss thinks you're playing Bloons Tower Defense on the computer at work when you're actually just working and playing Bloons Tower Defense. The whole point <laughs> the whole point of that is Steph is dealing with the immediate fires and those two are trying yeah, to Yeah, they're playing they're they're macroing. They're playing yeah. the long game. Yeah. I love macroing. I Steph don't. Is, <laughs> Steph is putting out the fires as they uh, appear and they're going for the source. Yeah. It works really well, honestly. Like two players are playing Civ, one player is playing StarCraft. Yeah, <laughs> that's an apt way of putting it. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say Sims, but you know, I mean, Sims isn't about micro. Yeah, Sims is about torture. Yeah, Sims is about torturing people. Sims is about. Making I stand by my statement. <laughs> <laughs> Sims is about making a house with no doors and no windows and watching people suffer. What, uh, what happened to you, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> he played Sims. I played The Sims. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, like that that's the thing about the plot of this story is they're using Shiro and Sora are using their real-world knowledge to put it into this game and show, like, hey, this is how things work where we're from, and it works, quotation marks, in our world, so maybe it'll work here, and it works swimmingly there. Yeah. yeah, except it's not their real world. I mean, it is their real world knowledge, but it's it's their video their game, game knowledge, and gaming yeah. world yeah. knowledge completely works in Discord because that's the logic that Discord is built around. Yeah, <sighs> which is 
interesting, interesting thing. It's uh, great. So after this, they end up finding out that there's a library with more information that they could use that's owned by a flugel. Yeah, the problem is it belongs to the flugel. <laughs> yeah. So they go to there, and that's where we meet Jabril. And we have the word, uh, the word, word chain, chain game, which is word a re- chain materialization. Yeah, which is a very interesting battle, and it's you you they start and you're not seeing any of the actual plan go through. Yep. And then when when we they zoom out for a bit and when we come back, they're just sitting at a table and there's a bunch of shit everywhere. And all of a sudden, he, he uh, Soros just keeps going. Uh, mantle, outer core, and just slowly but surely whittling away the earth. And you're like, and if you understand what's going on, you're like, Shiro, you're or sorry, you're not supposed to be saying those. That's how we blow up the world. Turns out, that that's the, how we win. That was the plan, Matt. Yeah, we blew up the world because the first person to die loses, basically. Well, if you die, you lose. It's if you die, you lose, or if you can't answer within 30 seconds. Yeah. 30 seconds is quite generous. But they learned pretty quickly that there's no way they were going to outthink Jabril with words. Yeah, because she has magic words that they don't know what those mean. Yep. Especially since you can use a word in any language, and she knows 700 or some odd Well, I mean, she still can't say, like, the same. Like, I assume that one of the stipulations is you can't go, all right. I'm going to say dog. Now I'm going to say dog in Spanish. Yeah, now, they mentioned yeah. that, yeah. Dog. It, El Dago. Yeah. yeah. La dog. <laughs> La doge. It's, La doge. It's you say dog, so if you say that dog in any other language, not going to fly. Yeah. But unique expressions exist in every language, so. But it is pretty cool. Pretty cool visual episode to watch. Yeah. Uh, most my favorite episode for Steph. Uh, almost all of this is uh, beautifully done visually because uh, the uh, director and staff behind this definitely are put put their A game in the two things that I've seen from this team. Is it not Madhouse's A team? Uh, it's one of Madhouse's A teams. They have a few uh, because <laughs> they have this and they have the team that did uh, One Punch Man and they have the team that did which is the team that also did Boogie Pop and yeah. Uh, they 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 go ham on two different aspects, mm-hmm. um, and this one and you can see this and the only other thing that I know that this team has done, which was a uh, uh, a place further than the universe, and you can see very much the sim- similarities in the team because of because of how similar a lot of the animations and coloring and lighting and all that is. I know Henry's shaking his head because I showed him that. <laughs> Damn, we inadvertently went all the way down to art before we finished the plot. Hey. I mean, it it's hard not I to mean, talk about the art of the show. Well, especially in this episode. Yeah. yeah. This episode is very... just an explosion of different art. I mean, we didn't, we didn't get me talking about all the times that they decided to go, okay, we're going to make an anime reference, and we're going to put it into the stylization of that anime. So when we do our JoJo's references, oh, oh my god, that they are great. drawn like JoJo characters. Oh, we're gonna make the or the Phoenix right. We're gonna make the Lappy <laughs> yeah, the Phoenix right, where the judge of the thing just is the judge from Phoenix right. Yeah. Uh, or the um, 
oh, we're going to make the Laputa reference. Well, now they're wearing it, and they also look kind of more similar to the Laputa animation style than they did previously. Mm-hmm. Man, you probably know what my favorite one was. Which one was that? Guess. I, you're, li- there's like, so there's many so references. many references you're <laughs> well, going to have to. I mean, the JoJo one was really good. Um, oh, what was it? No, it was the, uh, no, it was the JoJo one. Never mind. Okay. I'm thinking of a different show completely now. Okay. Uh, Good I, job. I love the Phoenix Wright one because he objects himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, just right from the, uh, the, what, the fourth episode after they, yeah, after they yeah, yeah. They keep doing yeah. the objection because the, because the judge is literally designed yeah. to look like the Phoenix Wright judge for yeah, the so, objection. So he makes an objection and the judge goes, well, okay. And he goes, oh, objection again. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, of course they beat to beat Jabril. She becomes their. They become her master. Uh, she devotes her life to them, and they get yeah. what they actually wanted, which was the library. To find out more information about what happened to the kingdom and why the previous king seemed like such a fool. Yeah, and well, and what they learn is that the king kept challenging the beastmen to a game and losing. Property after property after property. Yeah. Because he was trying to... Uh, figure them out. Figure them out. And he f- he finally figured them out and couldn't lose this last bit. But he wrote down everything he knew so that when he died, somebody else who would take over his place could use that information against them. Yep. And while he was losing chunks of the kingdom... They were useless to them. No part of what he lost was stuff that... The kingdom could use anyways. Yeah, except for the final one, which was the old capital. Yeah. Wow. And then they... They they first enlist the help of the elf and... The elf, yeah, the human who was cheating at the start and the elf that was helping her cheat get enlisted in my second favorite episode in the series. Uh, because Sora and the other human play a game of... Othello. Othello, where each chip they have represents a chunk of their of themselves. Yeah, it, it's the the things most important to them. Yeah. Of and they're n- numbered like one to thirty six. Well, it's it's pieces of their being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you claimed another person's piece, then you well, yeah, but the, gained a part of their being. But the numbers also dictated the importance, the importance. Yeah. of what it was. So. Uh, so uh, the game, so the game effectively starts without us seeing it, and we just all of a sudden look, and Shiro's by herself. Sora's not around, and nobody knows who Sora is. And now it's all grayscale yep. because uh, Sora's Shiro not around. Yeah, um, and it's half of the episode is her, or most the entire episode is her trying to figure out exactly what's going on because she can still remember. And then figuring out the exact strategy that she needs to do to win the Othello game. Yep. And then she wins the Othello game. They set everything up. And uh, the human that they were playing against has all of Sora's memories. So that they can inherently trust each other. So that she knows that he's not going to do anything terrible with Mm -hmm. the plan that he has. Which is to use the elf to observe what is going on. 
uh, so that they can feed that in, uh, information to the or threaten to feed that in, information to the elves to make the beastmen not able to constantly be winning everything. Yeah, because the biggest thing is they didn't want them to like be cheating. Yeah, they wanted to make it much much harder for them to cheat. Yeah, because that's the whole point of the world is cheat where you can. <laughs> yeah, cheat yeah. cheat when you can and cheat as. And cheat in a way that is hard to catch. Yep. I'm bad at cheating, so it's really hard for me. Yeah. I'd be terrible in this world. Uh, And then we end up going to our second to last game, which is in the Beast People's area, which is, guess what? They're highly technologically advanced. They made VR dive games. Yeah. Yo, this was my favorite episode. Why? Because I love Call of Duty. <laughs> I fucking love Call of Duty. Rob, in Call of Duty, you're not shooting women and making them fall in love with you. Matt's no, right. that's Galgun. <laughs> yeah, this is Galgun. What do you it's, mean? It's Galgun, but God, do I want it to be Call of Duty. Or whatever happened to Me, Me, Me. Oh, that one too, yeah. That was yeah. weird. They challenged the Beastmen, find out they have video games. Think games. they get transported back to Tokyo and freak out. Yeah. Because the yep. Beastmen made a fantasy world that is completely not real. And it's just a <laughs> carbon copy of Tokyo because the Beastmen are also highly uh, highly themed around Japanese uh, mythology yep. and mythological beings. So, like, one of the characters is a, a fox with nine tails. <gasps> They uh, the video game the that game lasts a few episodes. It's two. It's two, is episodes. It only two episodes. Yeah, because it is only the two episodes. Because the third because the final episode is doing the is coin the flip. Conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. One of the simplest games that is not actually up to chance. It's weird. Uh, going off of that uh, coin flipping, I watched something where it's not actually uh, chance whether which side it lands on. From when you flick the coin is mm-hmm. the determining factor of what it's going to land on. So it's always an outcome. It's a proved outcome. I don't like that. It's not random. It's it's a proved outcome if you know what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. 90% of people that say, hey, let's flip a coin, don't know what they're doing and can't manipulate that. That's true. Use a double-sided uh, coin. Uh, yeah. But this was a super intense episode, which drew upon uh, our character, main character's uh, video game expertise. A bunch. Yeah. Mostly uh, Shiro's game. Uh, FPS. Genius. <laughs> yeah, this this gave Expertise. this gave Shiro because she's closer to the age gap of our of our villain for this game, which was Izuna. Yep. They are closer in age, so it's more along the lines of Shiro finally has somebody her age to play with, and they're uh, kind of they're both kind of having that experience of this is somebody my age. I get to have a I get to play the game with and have fun with instead of well we get to play the game with. And also, they're both exceptionally good at it. Yeah. So they both are having fun playing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's one of the interesting points is every it, it, that we, you don't think about till this one is uh, so Shiro has been effectively playing adults and people way older than her the entire thing. Yep. And so now we introduce a character that's her age and she's like, yeah, finally, I get to fight somebody my age. And she finds someone her age who's actually a uh, legitimate, uh, yeah, content, uh, yeah, legit, challenge, like, legit, an actual challenge, which she's never really had. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the series ends with a coin flip with the shrine priestess and the alliance with the beast people. Yeah. 
Can't mm-hmm. wait for that season two. Can't wait <laughs> for that season two. Been waiting what six years now for? Boy, it? I've yeah. I read the wiki, read all these characters that aren't even in the thing, and went, man, that sounds great. We'll never see it. Yeah. There's a vampire character. We get might to as well go read it. Yeah. So yeah. I forgot this was only twelve episodes. So I originally like after we finished recording, I like did some stuff, like started watching it one night, and like just kept going and going. And then I was like, done. And then I started playing some other show I was watching. I was like, wait a minute. No, there's more. <laughs> no. <laughs> Keep hitting. I was like, no, it's, that, it's that second season disease. Well, it's more. like you think there's more to the show. Yeah, this is the, this is the constant meme of uh, ser- series being, ha- the kid being held up or whatever. Mm-hmm. The, the kid, pool. the kid like floundering in the pool and then no game, no life season two is the, uh, Drowning in the bottom. The, 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 the skeleton <laughs> at the bottom of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> and you also think there's more just because of where it ends it's like yes on to the next challenge yeah go read the light novel yeah <laughs> that would have been great if it was just like hey read the light novel afterwards <laughs> <laughs> they should have added that a year after the fact just like all right uh but no uh oh, what was the show we watched that actually did that where it was like after it was done it was like oh it was the the, the merchandise one uh, about their blu-ray um, yeah uh, oh, it was like the really short, like four minute episodes. There was like twenty four of them. Oh, see, uh, Senku, Senku, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, the the Western sci fi isekai where they gave us a trailer for season two. Yeah, <laughs> at the end of yeah. The <laughs> oh, I remember that. Oh man, God, that was a good show. Anime studios do weird things. Oh wait, yeah, no, that was just talking about Ixian Saga. Yeah, Ixian yeah. Saga just did that to fucking yeah, fuck with the us. Saga yeah. thing. They they literally did that to fuck with us, and I will say that till they say that they are we are getting Ixion se- season two ten years later because that's what they said. It sure did. I'm holding <laughs> to it. It's next year, right? I believe it's either this year or next year. Yeah. <laughs> One can hope. Oh man. I guess we'll have to remove that episode when it comes out because it's no longer twenty six and under. Oh, that, we're not going to no. stop that. <laughs> Fuck that! Oh, God, no, we, we're going to watch that. Yeah, like we're, we don't we uh, don't have to we we don't have to talk about the stuff afterwards. We recorded that when it was twenty six episodes or less. Yeah. If if for some reason season two of No Game No Life comes out and pushes it over twenty six episodes, guess what? This episode will still exist. Okay. I don't think we've actually done a show yet that actually got more episodes, have we? Probably not. No, I, I'd have to. I'd have to go through. I was trying to sneak in Doctor Stone. Uh, yeah, yeah, you were. You were trying to sneak in Doctor Stone <laughs> before the second season. Right on the week the second season started, Henry. Yeah. <laughs> Should have been your first pick. Oh, that'll be fine. I mean, I can't Do wait it. for Cosmo Stigma season two. <laughs> Shall we continue? Yeah. Uh, art, music. Art's next. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, so animation is gorgeous. Beautiful. Oh my god. Holy, holy crap! It always looks great. I'm like, there's never a scene in this thing that doesn't look great. Two thumbs up. Yeah, this is beautiful. Uh, Front to back. Three thumbs up, too. Oh, yeah. Opening, openings, animation is fantastic. This game is a good song. Yeah. Eba is a very good singer, and she has a lot of other banger songs. Uh, The ending's fantastic. The really good art in that. The ending's even better the episode before the uh, Othello episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where they remove Sora completely from it. Yep. Uh, I love it. I, me and Matt have said this many times. Where we love it when studios do that sort of oh, thing. Oh, yeah. 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 It's, when, it's, when, 
Yeah, that's phenomenal. the best part about Back Arrow right now is the opening has changed almost literally every episode. As they inter- as the starting one isn't even the opening, it's a fake ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why it, it honestly I think like one of the original ones that I can remember with studios doing things like that was Bleach. And it was uh one of the endings where it has all of the uh the Gote thirteen. Yeah. And it keeps switching between the captain, the viceroy, and then the first and second chairs, and there's always a different ending with a different group. Hmm. Uh and then it ends the normal yeah. way. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I always love when they put some kind of difference so that there's a reason for you to watch the things that you always see. And it's really cool. Yeah. Or if it's just a banger opening like Clockwork Planet. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or if it just starts with Jabuwa. That's a meme, Matt. <laughs> there are much better songs from Code Geass. Jabuwa will live on. I don't believe you. Oh, I've watched all of Code Geass and I still think Jabuwa is the best one. Colors is good, but have you Anyways, heard World's we're, End? We're, 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 we're <laughs> going way off track. Yeah, Always. The, the mind went away. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about like the normal music, too. The not oh, opening yeah. an ED. Um, just the soundtrack in general, the background music, yeah. uh, tense moments. Yeah. The tense moment music feels tense. By the way, something that I guess I throw, I'll throw in this cause it's sound sound effects in this are crazy. Like, oh, yeah. Like you can all oh. top notch. <laughs> there's, there's, uh, references specifically within sound effects yeah. that they do fantastically. It's great. I love it. Every time magic is being used, you know, you can mm-hmm. hear it. <laughs> um, Alright. I think that's everything. So, ratings? A. A? A. S. 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 A. A. Um, so, uh, I, if you had asked me probably two years ago, I would have said S. Uh, S has become harder and harder for me because things keep coming out that are at a higher and higher are setting a higher and higher bar for me yeah. for what I can consider an S. If you asked me that's two years fair. ago I would have put it at C. Yeah, I mean that's because you didn't we like it two years ago. Two weeks ago you would have put it at the C. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't until after I rewatched it that I had a better appreciation. I should do that with more shows except for not X-Arm because that show's bad. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, it's the best anyways, show of 2021. Anyways, we'll, we're getting off topic. We always get off topic. Hey Rob, you hey, have the pick for the for I this. I do have the pick for this week. Yeah. What did you pick? Kak- Goddamn. Kakushi Goto. Kakushi Goto. Kakushi Goto. Hell yeah. Yeah, he's a man yeah, of culture. Yeah, there we go. I started to watch it as soon as the dub had been uh, released. Yeah. Mm. Got through about half of the first episode and realized, nah, I'm gonna save this. I'm gonna put this in my pocket and. Toss this out there when a good choice, good choice. Would you like to read off the? Uh, would you like <laughs> to read off the plot synopsis, uh, or do you yes. want me to? Because it's going to involve a lot of random, a lot of hard to pronounce Japanese words. Uh, Kakushi Goto draws etchy manga for a living. Worried that fact would alienate his daughter Hime from him, he swears never to let it out. Uh, okay, so I'm going to go a little bit more into depth on this. Uh, Kakushigoto is about a mangaka that, uh, so mangaka in Japan 
have a very stressful life when they are writing a weekly serialization. They have to make sure and a manga chapter is out every week. Mm-hmm. That is very stressful, very hard. Yeah. Uh, this man doubles that by going, I'm going to put on a suit, go out of the house, act like I'm going on, going out to business, run to this uh, suit store, store my suit in the suit store, go in, go in like wearing boxer shorts and like a tank top to my to my apartment studio so that I can write my manga with my assistants and hope to god my my daughter never finds out that I write this thing about a man that wears boxers on his head. I know what this is now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I've seen a few episodes with Matt. Yeah. The the series starts with a this is the future. We are only seeing the the daughter. I wonder what's going to happen. And I can't get much into what's going on beyond that without spoiling it for people that might not have watched. Mm-hmm. But it is a very good, good show. You got two weeks. Go watch it. Yeah. Go watch this it. This is by the... The manga is by the writer of Sayonara Zetsubo Sensei, which is also fantastic. And uh, I love exactly how he wrote this because the name of the main character is Kakashi Goto, which means uh, uh, lives to write, but also means uh, something else. And it, all the char- almost all the characters have a double entendre to their names, mm-hmm. and it's amazing. I love it. So you'll have to explain a lot of those. They explain it in the... Oh, do they actually explain yeah. most yeah. of them? Nice. They, the opening thing is, my name is Kakashi Goto. If you watch it in Japanese, he's saying Kakashi Goto like four times in the opening thing. Mm-hmm. Because so it's... Pick it up pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, he says, I am Kakashi Goto. I write for a living. And my name means write for a living or something like that. And something else. And it's like... And Hime, Hime Goto also means stuff like that. And it's really cool, really good. Holy crap. I loved this when I was watching it as it was airing uh, last year. So it's really good. Really fantastic. Excellent. Rob, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and most other social media sites under Bore Immortal. Or you can uh, listen to me on the Critical Hit podcast with major spoilers. Excellent. Matt. Or you can find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at AnimeNRD. You can find me on Twitch at spell or twitch.tv slash spellNRD. And that's about it. Henry, what rock do you live under? Uh, I live under the internet. Excellent. Where can we find you? Uh, lurking on the internet. Excellent. I can now say that I have <laughs> my my Twitter. Hey. My Twitter handle hey, is we did it. at Smithville. It's really not that hard to forget. Okay. Uh, and also you can find me on Twitch, where I stream Kingdom Hearts 2 Randomizer, uh, some anime games on occasions, uh, at Smithsville LV. Nice. That's about it. Henry, we will eventually get you to have actual, your own social media. Yeah, I like lurking. I'm going to keep it that way. Hey, Lurker, how are you doing? Good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll give you charge of the rest. Hey, Lurker, how are you doing? <laughs> Uh, uh, hi. Uh, hi. We'll give we'll give you charge of the Reddit, Henry. Whoa, let's slow down. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's uh, been I'm Matt. I'm, I'm Robert. I'm Henry. I'm also Robert. Let's not let's not do that. No, that's gonna confuse people. I'm Robert. <laughs> I'm, I'm Rob. 
I'm a person. And have a good blessed evening. Wait. Bye. No, I told them when we record now. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Morning, evening,